Good afternoon, podcast listeners. This is Ed Franklin with the Ed Franklin.Melvin's podcast on Friday prior to Labor Day. It's going to be a scorcher out there, so let's do a podcast, give you something to do this weekend. This is Ed Franklin. Welcome to my podcast. Um, had a bunch of notes today to take. Uh, by the way, let me get the business out of the way. If you'd like to contact me, it's edfranklin.nolimits at gmail.com. If you have a guest or you would like to be a guest on my podcast, you're more than welcome to come on here and we can talk about an array of uh, topics. I was making a list of things to talk about today. There's so much going on right now in different parts of the world, in my life, and and local, uh, local events, global events, all kinds of different things going on. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about that and then um, kind of talk about, kind of reset uh, my podcast as we move into the, um, you know, end of the year and kind of get ready for the holidays. I just made a video, if you've been following me on Facebook or LinkedIn, TikTok, all that, I'm doing more marketing videos. I have some software that I'm learning and I'm doing very well at it, I think. And um, have some different things coming up with that. But, um, you know, never in a million years would I have thought that I would have been in a position at my age that I had to kind of re, you know, re reinvent myself or, or learn some new skills. Or I'm always up for education, but, you know, at some point you feel like you've got everything, um, you know, you've got everything under control. And then, you know, a few years ago, I, not going to talk about it, but we had a pretty devastating tragedy in our family and it changed the course of our life a lot and we've had to adjust. And um, I don't think I'll ever get over it, but at least we have it under, you know, it's under control and we're moving forward with our lives, but it definitely changed the course of things. And right after that happened, we went into COVID, had another tragedy um, in our family and then, of course, COVID's been hard on me. I've told you that a million times because I'm such an extrovert. And, um, and we were out there, and there's so many distractions going on right now and have been for the last few years. Um, God, the last, I don't know, 25 years, 30 years with our political situation in the U.S., and um, I'm not going to get into politics. But it does bring up something. Then the other night, um, my friend John Riley, who's been on my podcast before, was kind of talking about local politics and local um, school board elections and things like that. And, um, you know, we're getting to that point of the year where we're going to hear uh, how great everybody is by their own fruition. They're going to tell us how great they are. Um, I'm not a big fan of politics. I've told you before, um, we don't generally discuss religion, although we'll, we'll you know, we'll We'll talk about it once in a while on here, but not not very in depth. It's more my personal views or whatever, and I don't even like doing that. Um, not because I'm embarrassed of my views, but it's just you know it's those things you always want to stay away from politics and religion. But um, one of the things that came up with the Poway Unified School District, which, which uh, school district which my grandson is still involved in, and I put six, seven kids through um, Poway Unified. I've had them in Poway, Poway Unified at some time, seven, six, seven, eight, geez, I don't even know, grandkids and my kids. Um, they were talking about, they have this huge crisis.
it has uh, COVID did cause some tragic things in our family for older people. And um, I wouldn't want to get into that COVID shit either. But anyway, um, you know, we get so distracted. And, and as I get moving through this podcast, you're going to kind of, I, I hope that I'm not just sounding like a broken record about self-awareness and self-help and self things like that, because I don't want this podcast just to be about the same set topic every time I speak, but these to this is a real topic. And, you know, I was thinking about um, right before I started this podcast today, back in this, in the eighties, we had, I used to lift weights and Arnold had his, you know, three inch, you know, the encyclopedia of weightlifting book. And at the time they had this thing that he's called the master blaster. You put it over your neck and it was a piece of metal that went around your, um, your torso and you put your arms on it and you would, you would lift weights, you would do curls, and it really isolated your bicep when you were doing that. Um, I saw an ad for one of those the other day, and it, they made it sound like it's a brand new product. Same exact product. I swear they just had a bunch left over, and they just painted it with their new logo on them. But we're, do we do the same thing in business, in life. You know, we know what to do when it comes to exercise. We have to eat right. We have to exercise, any, whatever exercise. You don't have to go to the gym. You don't have to lift weights, but you have to do something. you got to keep your body moving. And, um, but we keep wanting that pill, right? We keep wanting that magic thing that's going to, we can take and it's going to, you're going to lose your weight and you're going to look like Adonis and you're going to do all these things for you younger people. That's a Greek God, but whatever. You probably don't learn that in school. And, um, you know, we keep wanting this easier way to do things and, and exercise and business and life and relationships. It's always this magic pill we're looking for. And I, I guess it's a human nature thing that we're always looking for that and listen there's been some fantastic um fantastic uh what do you call it um, you know innovations in business and technology obviously i mean we didn't even have cell phones when we were till i was you know almost 30 years old and those help and those are nice and those are great they're not magic pills there's still work to them there's still responsibility i went to a um i went to a little seminar they had at Piper School last week talking about uh, the San Diego Police Department was talking about cyberbullying and what can take place with gaming and things like that, how you have people trying to hack your uh, computers, which we've all been through. You know, you'll see on Facebook, I got friends that I've been friends with for 15 years on Facebook or 10 years. And all of a sudden there's this friend request, right? Someone hacked their system and they're trying to get in. So we always have to be responsible and make sure that these things are really helpful and not uh, another deterrent. Um, another guy I know had posted on Facebook about uh, eating out and eating clean. So I'm not gonna go into the whole story, but Kit and I have gone through this before with the eating clean thing, and it's something we need to get back to. Um, we do not eat out a lot, uh, very rarely actually. But I, I'm gonna tell you, he was talking, they were talking about Chick-fil-A, and then they had this whole conversation, probably 30, 40 comments about, you know, how to eat at Chick-fil-A clean right and let me tell you how to eat a chick-fil-a clean don't eat a chick-fil-a that's how you get eat clean because here's the problem you can take the chicken off the bun you can take uh, i remember there's one gal that was saying that she um she knows how to get the she just gets the fries with no salt or something and then she just puts a little bit of dressing on them that's not eating clean the dressing is like just pouring fat on your um Food because I know because I love dressing and I pour fat on my food. When I eat a salad, 
I get salad, I get tomatoes, I get squash, I get all these beautiful things, and then I put blue cheese dressing on it. 80% fat, I think, on the on the label. And I say nothing against Chick-fil-A or Jack in a Box or McDonald's or whoever. And listen, the food's fucking great, right? It's flavorful, it's oversalted. But if they're getting their food from a supplier, that supplier is giving them food with high preservatives in that food. Guaranteed, 100%. The fact is, to control their inventories, they can't take in fresh food all the time and let that sit there. Then they freeze it, and they unfreeze it, they freeze it, and they unfreeze it. Like I said, I'm not insulting those places. It's the nature of the business. You know, the key to fast food is to eat it as a treat or eat it once in a while, not on a regular basis. And if you think you're eating clean when you eat it, you're not. Um, in and out Burger brings in fresh hamburger every day and all these fresh ingredients. True, the onions are fine. The hamburger's probably fine. But when you eat a double-double and you're eating it on a bun and they're putting their special sauce on and everything, just, you know, I guess the, I guess what I want to tell you is don't make excuses. If you're going to eat clean, fucking eat clean. Don't, you know, go to the store, buy the stuff. In fact, when you go to the store and buy chicken, that's normal chicken. It's probably got preservatives in it too, unfortunately. But what can you do unless you buy organic? And you have that option too. You know, it's really about caloric deficiency right you got to eat less calories than you're burning off you got to keep your body moving you got to be burning calories doing exercise and this is not a podcast about about um exercise or nutrition it's it's just the fact that there's that magic pill again right how can i go do this and not get this um so anyway enough of that i just i, I just saw that and i'm like dude if you want to eat clean if you want to lose weight there's ways to do it and they're very safe and they're very they're not expensive. It's discipline, right? Day by day by day, hour by hour by hour. If you want to get there, you can do it. It's just not overnight. There's no pill. Still hasn't been a pill to lose weight. You can buy shit that says you're going to, you can't lose weight with those pills. You know, you may lose muscle and all those other things because it's tearing your body apart, but you're not going to lose weight and stay healthy. So enough of that. Um, oh man, I just had a thought, but I'll get back to it. So I, um, uh, I was just, I guess I was just bringing up that here's the, these posts on Facebook. They're, they're kind of misleading. And listen, misery loves company. You can get a hundred people that are really out of shape to talk to each other and lean on each other and hug and kiss and do all those things. And they all feel good about themselves. And that's up to them. It's not my business if they want to be out of shape. But what will happen is people, they want to agree with, yeah, you can eat at Chick-fil-A so they can go eat Chick-fil-A. And we do the same thing in business, right? We're not doing the things we need to do sometimes, and then we wonder why we don't get the business. Marketing and sales is very interesting to me. For one, I've been in doing it for a long time. But two, um, it's that thing, right? Are you gonna? Are you doing networking? Are you doing marketing long enough? Are you doing the right kind of marketing? Do you know your demographic? As I, um, and I'll make all sense of this when I come back around. When I do these marketing videos, I am, um, oh man, I was in a tent just really quick. It's going to be so hot this week. And I hope you guys are sitting in the house in air conditioning. Don't go to school, by the way, and do it because there's no air conditioning there. Um, and just cooling off because this is really, it's, it's hot weather. It's dangerous weather to be out doing anything, that exercise. Go to the gym, do it in a cool room, do something. Don't be going out. I saw a woman running yesterday, jogging at, I mean, three in the afternoon. It was uh, 97 degrees in my car. So, um, that's dangerous. That's when your body starts deciding to shut down. So, um, I uh, so anyway, back to the sales and marketing. 
so I'm doing these videos and when I'm talking to people about maybe doing a video, producing something for them, I'm asking them, what do you want to, what do you want to get across to the customer? You know, what's the message you want to send? What's the, uh, who's your demographic? What's the age group? What's the, you know, is it man? Is it woman? You know, is it kids? And you got to figure out all those little things. And surprisingly enough, most people, they really can't answer that question. It's a question I've asked a million times. What do you want your business to be like? You know, who do you want to be in business? Who do you want to, you know, do you want to be the cheapest? Do you want to be the most expensive, the prettiest, the I don't care, you know, whatever. Are you paying your people more? Are you paying them less? What do you, you know, what do you want your, do you want to add products? Do you want to raise the price? I find a lot of companies are really undervalued when they're out there charging. I, mean, I hate to say that because you are all paying for it, but there's a lot of companies that are doing really high quality work and they're not, they're competing with somebody that's not doing this high quality work. You really get what you pay for. You all know that, you all this is all basic things that we know, but we're always looking for that magic pill or the best price on that Ferrari. You know, we want to pay uh, Hyundai prices for a Ferrari. So when I'm out there asking these businesses who they want to be, it's the same question you need to be asking yourself in the morning. Who do I want to be? The reason I was so bent on losing shape before COVID was because I wanted to do more public speaking and I'm going to do that. And I didn't feel like I was looked good enough to be a public speaker. Now, you don't have to have a look to do a, be a public speaker, but in my mind, I did. If I'm going to talk about exercise to you all on a you know more serious basis than what I just talked to you about, it's probably a good idea for me to be doing, you know, walking the talk, right? eating right and doing those things and being able to tell you, look, I lost this weight because I did this, or I, you know, fit into these pants because I did this. And I, I tell you, a lot of, a lot of going back to the sales thing, a lot of companies don't know what they want and people don't know what they want. They wake up in the morning, they drag their ass into wherever they, you know, into the restroom, and then they take a shower and then they have coffee and then they do all these things and they don't really have a plan for the day. They don't really know what they're trying to accomplish. Hopefully they have some appointments set. If they don't, they kind of try to set appointments for a couple of days. I'm guilty of this too. Believe me, I've done this for years. And there's days when I just wasn't, I don't know, I should have just went back to bed. There's days when I just wasn't ready to attack that the world. So um, we need to be, you know, scheduling our exercise, scheduling when we're, what we're eating, uh, drinking water. We should have that on a calendar. If we're not doing it on a regular basis, we should have it on a calendar. So the more I think about this, possibly doing some business coaching uh, or maybe life coaching, um, there's a lot of companies out there that will um, sell you a program or you can become a John Maxwell guy or a, this guy or that guy. And they'll put you through a program and teach you some really good tips, teach you some really good ways to affect people's lives and change them. But there's always, it seems to me, this isn't always true, I don't want to blanket statement, that there's always another level. Like, well, if you would have paid an extra $2,000, you would have gotten this, or you would have paid, and I, I refuse to do that. I'm not going to, if I'm going to sell a book, I'm going to write a book and sell you a book. If I'm going to, I'm not going to sell, uh, if I did life coaching or something, I wouldn't charge somebody money, and then after 90 days go, you know, if you paid this much more, I'll pay more attention to this. If I do something like that, I'm effectively going to be uh, a person that's following you around, you know, on a regular basis. So we're going to be communicating on a regular basis because 
the way to make those big steps is to take all these little ones. And if you're only seeing somebody once a month or twice a month or even four times a month, once a week, um, and they're counting on you to do those things. Now, it's obviously up to you. You're paying the money. You're trying to learn these effects. There's going to be times when that person needs to communicate with you and you're not going to be available if you've just stuck to it's an hour a day here and there, right? You're going to have to, I would do, have some, figure out some way to communicate with that customer that they can call me pretty much any time of the day. Because there are going to be those times, you know, there's going to be those times if you're helping them with nutrition. So there's be those times at eight o'clock at night when you're like, your kids come over and they wanted ice cream for their kids. And you're like, no, I don't want any, I'm good. But they leave it in the freezer. It's going to be those times at nine or 10 o'clock at night when you go to look for a snack and it's like, ah, shit, that ice cream's there. Well, a little bit's not going to hurt tonight. Those little bits turn into a problem. Um, and it's that same way. It's that, you know, hey, you need to start networking more. This is where your demographic hangs out. This is where you need to be showing up. But you get there and you're tired and it's hot outside and, you know, you got to get to Jimmy's baseball game or whatever. And you're like, I'm just going to skip it this time and then I'll go to the next one. Bad idea. Bad idea. Um, you got to commit. You're going to have to figure out what you want in life and you've got to commit to doing it on a regular basis. Um, you know, we've talked about so many different things on this podcast and I still lost that thought I was going to tell you. But when I was doing this video, I just did a video for like a commercial for the podcast. And I was thinking, um, and I had to put words in there, right? I had to put, uh, you got about a minute on a video, you know, sometimes 30 seconds, sometimes up to two minutes, depending if you're using a, a YouTube link and you experts out there might tell me I'm stupid and I don't know. And that could very well be, by the way, what I'm learning is what I'm learning. And if you want to teach me something else, send me an email. Um, so I'm doing this minute, right? And you got to capture people's attention. You got to capture it right away. I just read something on um, on the internet, which everything is true on the internet, if you didn't know, that um, we have a smaller attention span than a goldfish. And I don't know if that's just a if that's just a meme or if it's really true. And I should read up more on it because it's it's kind of interesting to a marketing person, right? So you've got to come up with some. You don't have time to explain the words. You got to come up with words. So I was coming up with things like limitations, which we know this podcast is about getting over limitations, right? That's one of the pillars of the podcast. The storytelling, so important. And that's what we need to be. That's what I'm trying to learn how to do better in a short video is tell a story, tell that customer story, tell my own story and telling the right story. We've talked about that before. Sometimes we tend to tell ourselves the wrong story. And I kind of did it when I started this podcast because I was talking about a tragedy that took place in COVID. And I was doing it for effect so you, you know, that we've had to look back and kind of get over some limitations. But, you know, if you're out there telling people all these problems all the time, that's the story you don't want to tell those people. First of all, they have their own problems. Secondly, they don't want to hear yours. And it goes to your self-esteem, which is another pillar to this podcast is how you're feeling about yourself if you're telling that negative story all the time. Sorry, I needed a drink if you're listening. So, and the fourth pillar of my podcast is excuses. I am the king of excuses. I have an excuse for everything if I don't want to do it. And you know what? I don't even have the guts sometimes to say, I don't want to do it. I just make up an excuse. Something, I come up with something that seems to be more important. And when it comes to exercise or work or 
networking or those things. Nothing's more important, especially exercise. Um, we've missed church the last couple of weeks because of COVID, um, family members, and um, and I didn't go. Right, I could have gone. I didn't have COVID. I could have, I could have went, but I made an excuse and didn't go. And that was shitty that I did that. I I feel bad that I didn't do that because, um, or I listened to it. You know, they have these live streams. We can listen to it on TV. And we didn't, but um, you know. So like I said before, I'm never coming in from this helicopter view. For all you people to go, God damn, Ed's got his shit together. Good luck. I don't. I don't. <laughs> and we're trying to do. You know, we're trying to do this together. And that was one of the things. One of those slides I did on my podcast was about, or excuse me, on my commercial was about. Look, we can do this together. You know, this is the best way to do anything like this is to get with people that are doing it or want to do it and do it together, keep each other accountable. And that's what I want to do with this podcast is keep you accountable. So we get you to be the best version of yourself, which is a sentence that is getting so overused, the best version of yourself. It's true, but it's just one of those things that's getting overused. Um, this self-doubt we have, uh, it's, it's my biggest nemesis is self-doubt, right? Is I'll come up with something that I think is a really good idea. And then I start talking myself out of it. And really, for no reason. I mean, I'll come up with excuses, right, that I can get that aren't, you know, letting me get to that thing. Um, we've talked about expectations. Expectations, huge in life. If I'm out there, look, as, as I'm out there uh, look, looking for work that I think that I would be best at, um, the expectations that they describe the position are very unclear. Um, and, and I know that they can't, same with my video, they can't write a book about the expectations they have for you. But a lot of times when people get hired, they, um, they don't explain the expectations. The employer and employee don't get those expectations out. Big thing with the relationships too. We don't talk about what we're up against in relationships. And I had a very good conversation with a great friend of mine that, um, well, he's a great friend. I should, let me rephrase that. I had a great conversation with a good friend of mine from high school that I'd love to start seeing more because he's he's one of those people that he's very intelligent, um, has good ideas, been around the world, you know, been around a lot. He's in the IT world. And uh, and we had a good conversation just about life. Right. He's had bad relationships. I've had bad relationships. Um, I always I don't feel bad, but I it's always awkward when. You meet somebody my age. And so I got married. Kit and I got married later in life. I was 40 when we got married. So you'll meet people that got married when they were 25. And now their marriage has, has split up or whatever. And they're my age now. So they're they're on the back end of the divorce, or the front end of a divorce. And I'm not. And, um, you know, we'll talk about how Kit and I discussed, uh, you know, our relationship and how we were going to you know, raise kids and do all these things. We had a great opportunity to do that. Most people don't. And then I'm telling a guy that's in a, just got out of a bad relationship and he's, you know, kind of, I kind of feel stupid doing that, but I'm not going to, you know, not talk about good stuff uh, when I'm talking to him. You know, we've talked about love. Love's a big, love's a funny thing. It's a funny word um, in this respect that um, I love Corvettes, right? I just have this thing. I don't obviously don't love Corvettes because that's 
uh, just a word that we throw out there. We throw it out there so much. Oh, I love this. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love this dress. I love this jacket. And then when we really use it, when we really need to mean what we are saying, and I love my children, it, I hope it doesn't demean the word. And it's a word that gets used, way overused, obviously. And it's probably a word that's most overused word in the world. And uh, and I know people don't mean that, but I, I think it takes the specialness out of it when you do use it in the right way. We've talked about frustration, man. Um, I'm frustrated a lot of the week, but I tend, I kind of think I do it on purpose sometimes to back myself in a corner because if I come out scratching out of that corner, I think sometimes good things happen and I get more creative and I start working on other things and I'm learning a lot of software right now and I'm doing all these things that seemingly aren't important to the job I'm looking for or what I'm trying to create, but they are, they actually are because for two reasons. We tell cars somebody's going to school. It's not every day. Every day you go to school, it's not about what you're learning. It's how to learn. You have to be able to assimilate information because your whole life you're going to be learning. For you younger people, it's not over. You're going to be learning new techniques. You're going to be learning new technology, especially since it's changing so fast. And you're going to be learning all these things as you get new positions at work or you know you change jobs. It's always just learning things. So I think learning is. I, I love it. I love this technology part of the learning and, and a lot of it kind of runs the same. So you get to be creative and you're making all these cool, you know, with these videos are just insane. Uh, all the stuff I'm getting better at. And it's, it went pretty quick. I mean, I learned it pretty quick. Leadership, man. This is probably, in my opinion, po politically, the last 25 years, worst leadership we've ever had in America. And the problem is they've made it so hard to get a good leader, right? You get a good leader in there, they're going to butcher your family. They're going to butcher everything you get. Everybody's got skeletons in their closet. They're coming out if you get into a leadership position. And as we're watching, as we're watching these um, political races and we're watching the school board races, um, I think people are looking for bad shit on each other, right? And, and you'll see it. It's definitely going to happen. You're going to see everybody and their brother insulting each other so they can get a foot up on you. It's like, I have 10 points on you and you only have nine on me, so I'm a better candidate. You know, character is obviously a big, huge factor in these races that are coming up. And um, John Riley, before I even contacted when I was listening to his podcast, he says, well, Ed Franklin of the Poway Chamber of Commerce endorses uh, one of the candidates for the... Um, school board now i haven't that's been over two years that i've been involved with that and i don't know um some of the people however the person that i did endorse the two people that i kind of endorsed with him the other day and it's, who am i who fucking cares what ed thinks you know but the two people i did endorse are sharp they're um they're both women they're very sharp women they're very sharp people i shouldn't even say women it doesn't matter if they're a woman or not but um they're definitely uh they can definitely do this job and they've done it before. So they're, they're the right people for the job, no doubt. Um, and then they're running against their, you know, they're running against people that I don't even know. So, you know, good luck to them. I don't know. I won't even mention their name because this isn't a political show. Um, I thought even about out of the blue, I thought maybe I'll just have a couple of those candidates on, but then I'm going right down that frigging road. I don't want to go down because if I want let one on, I got to let another one on and then I don't, I might not agree with one of them and I'd blow them up or it just would be, 
it's, it wouldn't be advantageous for them to come onto my show. It's the wrong demographic. Back to sales, right? They don't need to hear them. So I tell you, I remembered what I was going to say. During these times, I'm watching, you know, I'm on LinkedIn a lot. I'm on Facebook. I'm on different business platforms. And I'm watching um, people that I know maybe reinvent themselves, maybe start new careers. And I'm not, I'm not shunning them for that. I'm not, um, I think they should. I think they should get better at what they do. But a few of the people that I'm watching are getting into areas of business I don't think they're good at. And um, maybe they've improved. Maybe maybe they're the greatest person in the world for that type of business. I'm going to say they probably aren't, but that's my opinion. And when I look at that, or let's say you go to a place and you're dealing with somebody at a management or a leadership level, and the person's not good at leadership, because we all say we're good leaders, and then we go out and we do some stupid shit. And it's kind of like realtors. I mean, 80, there's a million realtors in San Diego County, and 80% of them shouldn't be realtors, right? Well, it's the same with leadership. It's the same with business coaches. It's the same with public speakers. 80% of them shouldn't even be doing it. Or they should try to get better at it. So I watch these people and I just, I get, I don't know why it irritates me so much that they're doing something that they just, they're in the wrong business. Um, and they'll come up with things that's kind of like a shitty resume or a, uh, a false resume that they've done things that I know they haven't done and they weren't, or if they did them, they weren't good at. It. There's a couple of candidates that ran for school board that lost. Now they're running for council members in Poway as council members. Why are they qualified to do that? Because they're a citizen that has, and I guess you don't need to be qualified if you're a citizen and you have an opinion and you know, you can read and you can keep up with things. I guess it's fine. Um, I found that the people of Poway aren't super interested in politics. There's a few of them that are, but um Poway is one of those areas that people just want to live in and then they don't want to be bothered, right? It's surrounded by mountains and they want to keep it that way. They want to go out to dinner in East San, or San Diego downtown and have a nice dinner and come home to a quiet community. And that's not only it's ever going to change. I mean, I guess it will change generationally, but um, there's still a lot of old timers in Poway, man, and they're sticking to their guns. Another thing we've talked about is family. And, you know, there's just no, I know people say this, just nothing more important than family, right? Um, I talk to my kids a lot, but I don't talk to them near as much as I'd like to. But they're busy. You know, they they have little kids and they're dealing with that on a regular basis. And they're dealing with the heat and they're dealing with bills and all kinds of different shit. And like I said, I wish I could, I wish I could discuss things with them more and talk to them. And I wish I could see them more, obviously. But um, that's the... That's the bad part about getting older when your kids have families and things is you just can't see them enough. Right. And um, you can never get that time back. Uh, Kit and I spent a lot of time together. I mean, a ton of time together. We both work out of the house. We're both doing things together. And I like that. I like the fact that we both get along well enough and we laugh a lot and we do things. And, um, you know, I can I could just hang with her all the time. It doesn't bother me at all. Do I get on her nerves? I, fuck, I must. I get on my nerves sometimes. I must get on hers. Does she get on mine? Never. Somebody listen to this podcast. You never get on my nerves. You're perfect. So, uh, yeah, just a little hint for the guys out there. Uh, don't say something stupid. Um, but anyway, we get along great, and we have a great time. And, you know, we have select friends that we do stuff with here and there, and that's all good. We have our kids at home, you know, the grandkids and that, and um, keeps us busy. Like I said, we'd like to see – 
because uh, there are more kindness. Um, I'm just reading kind of off a list that I used for my video. Kindness, man, there's a lot of people that could learn this fucking word better. I tell you, I, and, and it's probably me getting poisoned a little bit by social media because they never post anybody being nice, right? It's always these fights or these Karens or the Kens or, you know, arguing with somebody. There's these uh, guys that do these First Amendment audits that are just rude to police officers. They're just rude. I mean, there's no other mistake. The cop's trying to do his job. They got to get in there and just, you know, they've, they've read all the fine print on the law and they get away with stuff that they really shouldn't get away with. Kindness is, goes so far. I mean, it's just telling someone they have a nice smile or, you know, <clears throat> they have nice shoes. I don't care what you just be kind to people. I mean, it's not hard. It takes two seconds. It makes everybody's life so much better. Um, but boy, we just can't do it sometimes. Um, and it goes back to my frustration that I, I watch people, how they treat each other. And there's no wonder we're all segregated in this U.S., you know, that we can't we can't get along. You know, we live in this bubble of the world and um, we continually try to tell ourselves that it's the greatest nation in the world, which I truly believe that. But you know what the potential we have, how great we could be if we really, really concentrated on being great. You know, we have in another week or so the anniversary of 9-11. Horribly tragic, um, sickening to your stomach stuff, you know. But, you know, something that was really interesting about 9-11 that I'll never forget is how America came together, how we didn't care what color you were or what your, you know, language was or what anything was, your 78 genders. No one gave a shit after 9-11. What the people in New York did, these, you know, first responders and the people all over the U.S., we were just we were just one nation again. And I tell you, I felt like that was more how it was when I was a kid. And I have not felt like that since 9-11 in the U.S. And that's really sad. And, you know, on the holiday, of course, there's going to be celebrations and uh, mourning of the people we lost. And they're still losing people from 9-11 because of all the dust and all this shit that, you know, got in these firemen's lungs and all the it's just. But I got to tell you, it's. It's, a, it's the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life in America. And it's also one of the greatest victories we had as a nation acting as one, right? You just can't, you know, uh, I don't know. It depends on your age, where you were at when that happened. But it was really uh, heartwarming and tear-jerking to watch how America came together at that time. And um, here we're celebrating. I'm going to try to make a video for my own kind of you know, view on what happened. If I get a chance to do that, I will do it. But yeah. And then, you know, at the end of this month, um, we're going back to the rodeo. The rodeo is finally back after two years. And if you've never been to the Poway rodeo, you should really just go, you know, have to have boots and hats and all that. I grew up with all, a lot of those people like that, those rodeo type guys. And um, let me tell you something. Uh, it's it's Americana at its finest, in my opinion. It's it's so American, right? Flags everywhere. Just just the way they lay it out, the way they present it. Um, we're taking some people that have never been to a rodeo, and I really think they're going to have this really. And they're actually from another country, so they're really going to first of all probably learn a little bit more about why I'm like I am, which is good and bad. 
And secondly, they're going to see really a celebration of America. Every rodeo is like that, that I've been to. And uh, the Poway Rodeo is class. They're class act, man. They've always done a good job. I know the organizers, we were, um, we married up with them during the, during the, uh, when I was at the chamber. And I'm doing something else that's interesting if I've never talked about this. I had a gal named Deborah Burt on my podcast maybe a year ago. And I actually should, I'm going to try to get her on before the rodeo again. Because she, it was most, my most watched video, first of all, most watched podcast. Um, she lost a son tragically that um, had some disabilities when he was born. And they, she has started an organization called Sam's Posse. And what Sam's Posse is about is inclusion, right? It's all about getting every child involved in whatever they can be involved in. And on Saturday, I think it's the 24th, um, they'll assemble at the rodeo grounds and they make up props for these kids that have some of them serious disabilities. And they get to go on these props like a cowboy would. And some of the rodeo guys will come out. And um, let me tell you, I've done it for two years. I did it two years prior to the rodeo not being around. And I asked her if I could participate again because it's not, it's so amazing. And um, uh, I got to help these kids. I had a kid named Jonathan in the wheelchair once. I had a kid named Carson that Carson has autism. And um, I got to know the family just a little bit. We're actually friends on Facebook now. Uh, it's really a, an amazing event. That it's on a Saturday morning and it's only an hour or two and it's free. You can just walk in. But if you're in local in Poway, you really need to attend this event. It's, it's called the uh, Intellectually Disabled Rodeo, I think it's called. Sam's Posse is what it is. And I'll actually get Deborah Bird back on so she can promote it. And uh, she's a doll. She's just got the biggest heart in the world. And uh, she's an amazing guest, amazing friend. And, uh, you know, we don't hang out every five minutes, but we stay in touch. And we like each other's posts and we do all that. And her husband, Buck, told Cowboy, you know, uh, it's just great. So I'll get her back on and we can talk about that. But um, anyway, I know I'm kind of going a little long here. Listen, uh, stay cool this weekend. Try to get some rest. All you people that are out there grinding every day. And we're all out there doing it. I'm not doing it as much as I'd like to be, but <clears throat> I still always have something going on. So uh, it's going to be a scorcher in San Diego County. If you're listening to this outside of San Diego County, yes, we're, we're wusses. We complain about stuff like this because normally it's 72 to 80 degrees, but it's going to be well into the hundreds uh, in inland valleys and high 90s where we're going to be out. And it's a little humid, so it makes it worse. So listen, I really appreciate you listening to my podcast. Yes, I'm getting more content. Yes, I'm getting more guests. Keep supporting me, please. Share this podcast when you when you hear it. Um, get out there. I'm trying to contact some companies that can help me with growing my audience. And uh, I'm trying to do everything I can. And watch for my videos. Like them. Share them. Same thing. And uh, I really appreciate you listening. I appreciate the support. Contact me at edfranklin.nolimits.gmail.com. If you would like to be a guest or you know somebody who would be a good guest or they want to, you want to promote your business, you want to do anything you want, I don't care. Um, I'm not talking about politics. I don't want any politicians on here. Um, if you're a politician and you want to talk about something different, that's fine with me, but I will not promote uh, anybody politically because I don't want to promote your, even if I, you're the one I would vote for, I don't want to promote the person I wouldn't vote for. Yes, I'm that much of a jerk. So um, 
they can do that on their own time. This, this is not a political podcast. It's not a religious podcast. It's a podcast about helping you become the better version of yourself and figuring out a way to get you on track so you can be better at everything you do. And I think there's, I think it's possible for every one of us. I think you might need someone to help you with that. And maybe I'm that guy. But anyway, thank you for joining me. Have a great, happy Labor Day weekend. Uh, three days off, hopefully for most of you or all of you, I hope. And um, get some rest, stay cool. And the holidays are coming, so get ready. Mm -hmm.